pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back to Pitch Please. Or just welcome if it's the first time. I'll do that again. <laughs> welcome <laughs> no, no, to gold. Pitch Please. My name's Alex, mm. and I'm joined by developer Chris from Foggybox. Hello. Developer James from Catastrophic Overload. Hello. Thomas, the ideas engine. Welcome back. And regular contributor and games journalist. Yeah. Matthew Castle. Hello. <laughs> Hello. All right. We've got a special one this year. Da, or this, da, this episode. What's the official title for this song? It's Game of the, the year. 2021 Pitch Please Awards show. Do, 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 do. Very good. Wow. Amazing. Thanks for that. Didn't I, no, no, that came out. That just straight from the straight from the pitch hole. <laughs> <laughs> right. Every episode that we've had this year, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go through them. We're gonna rank and, them. Rank them yeah, and bank them. Rank em, Maybe and spank them if they're shit. And then at the end, we'll have a, we'll have the best one. We're gonna have mm. a game of the year of 2021. Ooh. We had we've already done this last year. We did, and I was gonna ask: Are we are we comparing mm. all of these to the winner of last year? Oh, oh. to make to make the pitch please game of uh, ever. Well, the <laughs> game of ever. Safe. I mean, we could do that. Well, we can do we that could at do the that. end. We could put the two of them up against each other. Oh, yeah, we that's like that. yeah, yeah, that's the way to do it. But I, I remember, I, mean, I remember, on. Matt was very adamant that he hated last year's winner. No, so I was fine. <laughs> I I was fine. The last year's winner was the card game, right? Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was actually. I thought, I thought it was a different one. The, uh, I thought it was Battle a different Royale one. Set in a sandstorm. <laughs> that was a good game. Okay. <laughs> Was, I mean, yeah, we won <laughs> right. last year. We won, but yeah, we can we can yeah, put ourselves, ourselves against whatever the winner of this year is, whatever it may be. It it'll be a surprise. Yeah. I was surprised by last year's awards show. There was things I thought were going to get much further and didn't. They they died <laughs> instantly, and it I was, was a disgrace. I was stunned that we had the goal to award ourselves <laughs> the game of the year. I think we stumbled into that. It was not our intent. <laughs> no, it t- yeah. turns out the winner of last year was the format of this show, but in cards. <laughs> but look, here we are. Uh, it just goes to show how great a format this this is, right? And now I mean, we're going to break that format. I mean, two years we've been doing this shit. <laughs> two years. It's mad when you what say that. I can't, like, so I had to go through. I had to go through and look at all the episodes we've done this year and I like, and just jog my memory because I, I can't remember we've done a lot now we've done a lot and i'm sure some of them if you go back right from episode one we've probably doubled up a little bit 
because oh, we're only human. We can't come up with completely I- original ideas every single time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. However, speak, speak for yourself. <laughs> I, <laughs> Maker of the castle verse. I think I think some of these are pretty good going back, right? I'm I'm pretty happy with with the stuff that we've come out with, mostly, largely, on the whole. Yeah, I think the, the quality of this year is is uh, higher than last year. Well, no, I would actually, say, I would. Well, it's it's at least I, equal. I take that back. Maybe slightly below. I feel like it's, it's a, a slow downward curve, ballpark. but a very <laughs> slow downward curve. We've got another few years in us yet before we 20 hit rock more, bottom. 20 more years. <laughs> um, so the, the, first, the first pitch we had of this year uh, was, the, the title of it was James is Bond. Oh, this uh, was a me does pitch. Does anyone remember that? It was a you pitch, yeah. Tom. A very rare me pitch this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, James can is you, Bond. Can you re-pitch it? Yeah, so this was this was before we knew about Operation Tango. I feel like we recorded the episode, Operation Tango was announced, and then we released the episode, and we were like, "Oh shit!" Uh, because yeah. it, it's very similar. Operation Tango being, you know, one of you is a hacker uh, looking at the cameras, looking at documents and files, and breaking into computers and stuff, while the other guy is running around the building trying to avoid guards and robots and give information to the hacker so they can get through the level and, you know, break out or whatever it is. James's Bond is, uh, it's basically that, except the the hacker in question isn't in the cyberverse, isn't in the internet or the mainframe of this building. They are outside in a van Flicking switches and looking over the cameras, and I think it had a yeah, very, uh, it wasn't so cybery as uh, Operation Tango. But <laughs> I mean, look, the first game that we pitched this year basically exists now. I I just exists wanna, and is well received. It's right? very good. I've played it multiple times. It's really good. Uh, so I mean, it's real. <laughs> it's a good start. Like, it's real. There was the, the one thing I remember we we did have that like in addition to what Operation Tango has was the possibility of having to or having to drive the van at the same time. Oh as, yeah, as, uh, you, you had to be the these... getaway driver as well, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't want to I get mean, detected. I understand. You, you you needed to keep moving, otherwise they would detect where your signal was coming from. So you had mm. to keep moving. Yeah. Uh, quite like that. I also remember there was a lot, of, um, a lot of minuscule management stuff as well. Like you had a battery meter that you, that was slowly depleting and you had to swap batteries in. And I feel like as a hacker, it was very manic because you had to, I think there yes. was like almost like the phone lines where you connect power systems together, but you can't connect them all together. So if the guy in the building is like, I, I need you to turn this camera off, you're like, okay, shit, I need to, let me just recharge the battery and then move the power from here to here and then do this and this and this and this. And he's like, I think the guards are coming. You need to go now. I would. <laughs> it was way more like, oh, Matthew, sorry, go on. I would um, never let's team just do another up mark. with a partner who had such a shambolic van. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of like, if the person outside messes up, I die inside this building. I know, I'll pick that guy who's got the famously shambolic van where he has to constantly change batteries and can only plug in two things at once. I'd, go, I'd just go with a better van. I would pay the extra money. Okay, so as the very first pitch of the year, I think that a exists. game that already exists, well received, that's yeah. a pretty good start, yeah? Uh, I, don't, a great I don't start. think Matthew was with us here, right? No, uh, on this I, one. I, I wasn't with you on this one. 
Um, but so what's your I, take on this? I, like, it's fine, and like you say, someone else has has made you know a version of this. Um, I, I I just got a feeling in my bones. This ain't the pitch of the year. Wow! All right, he's getting straight in, straight in there. Have you played Operation Tango? I have. So yeah, Tom I and I have. both. I think yeah. we might play it together. Actually, I don't know. I, we might have. Yeah, we might have enjoyed it together. Matthew, did you play it? No, I watched one very uh, irritating let's play of it, and then decided against it. <laughs> it wasn't the one. All right, I did. Was it on uh, on Twitch? Okay, <laughs> good, 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 good. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, look, no, 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 no. either way, look, James is Bond. <laughs> A Tom Hazel uh, original at time of recording yeah. uh, has been released, is a very good game, sold very well, I assume. Uh, either way, we can't compare this to anything right now. So at the moment, James's Bond is the game of the year because that was the only oh, game. Of, a good start. That was the only game at the time. So I guess, yeah. should we move on to uh, number two, Logic's Gate, yes. a Lewis Brindley original? Yeah. Interesting. Can I so, start with saying that this episode <laughs> was using us as some sort of Baldur's Gate <laughs> therapy session that he clearly needed. Uh, yes, Path of 20, Exile. 20 minute rant. Oh, no, Path, Path of, of Exile. Exile. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, complaining a lot about Path of Exile and trying to basically take all of his grievances out for that game uh, and turn that into a pitch. Uh, it was interesting. It was it ended up being Hero something fe- featured in. I don't know, not part of the game, just as part of a rant. I think I can't quite remember. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I uh, lined something up with what he, he was saying that. to Loop Hero, and he said, "No, I fucking hate Loop Hero." <laughs> so I think the stuff that he didn't like about Path of Exile, he was trying to turn into a game, and then the stuff that we were trying to turn into a game, he was then saying, "I fucking hate that too." Oh. I don't actually know if Lewis likes this final pitch. <laughs> But I, f- I think that most of the great games came from a place of intense negativity. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so too. What you the know fuck what? is Brunch Club? <laughs> I hate food. <laughs> I ask myself that question most days. <laughs> from, what, from what I remember, and this, okay, might, I might be completely misremembering this, but, and this might have just been how I wanted it in my head, but Logic's Gate was a, like it, it almost ended up being a little town man, an RPG town slash town management system where you would yes. apply logic to various NPCs um, and shopkeeps and things. And it would be like you, you had a hero that you could apply logic to to say things like, if you encounter a cave, do this. Yeah. Like if it has a troll in it, run. If, if um, troll, run. Or you can talk to the merchant and say, if Apple sell three gold, if yes, four it, gold, really sell it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you can have like different haggle. Yeah, but yeah, basically you're kind of almost creating the part, like a journey of an adventure that you can you can then automate and set off. Oh, what and is it with this podcast and automating games? There's another one. <laughs> I don't, play, don't worry. There is. There was another one later on as well. I don't know yeah. how this kept happening. That, I think this that was the theme of this year. Automation. It was just, it just automation like and logic. Like, uh, I just don't know why you'd want to be so removed from the action. You anti-automation. It's like building a Westworld. Did we ever mention Westworld? Yeah, in yeah. Yes, we did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it, if I remember correctly, it came from a place of uh, Lewis really liked all like the macro side of Path of Exile and and trying to automate certain things in that that people have done with mods. Right. To the point where yeah, you can but he didn't like the actually playing and, the game. You know, auto picks things up and decides based yeah. on the, the weapon type. And I, think I feel like we did say at some that. point, like, 
is this a game or are you just watching something <laughs> happen? Like, at what point are yeah. you no longer playing a game? It's, it's, it's like a little dungeon daddy dilemma. That is not the Dungeon Daddy oh, dilemma. Hang, hang on. That is not even second. close to the... Di- you need to listen to that Ooh. episode. Because <laughs> it, was, it was gold. All right. Pure I, gold. E- even if we try and remember exactly what it was that, that we managed to pull out of, of, Lewis's, <laughs> of Lewis's angry 40 minutes, I don't think it's going <laughs> to end up being game of this year, right? I don't know if anyone would, agree, would disagree with me on that. I don't know. I Logic's feel like, gates. I feel like if, if, if someone could take what fragmented ideas we had from that pitch and put it together in some cohesive way, I feel mm-hmm. like there is something there, like a, a village management thing filled with junkyard robots that you're trying to get to do different tasks by giving them expressions and logic. I feel like there is something fun there. And yeah. maybe, maybe it could work. Maybe it has an extremely short lifespan because every game is like five minutes where it's like, oh yeah, I've, I told him to run. He keeps running. Great. That's the game. <laughs> but, He's got- there he goes. Everyone's gone. <laughs> He's gone. Everyone's gone. <laughs> and I feel like there could be something there. Um, is it better than... Actually, thinking about James's Bond... It already exists. Oh, now, are we going on the basis of if we were to release James's Bond? I mean, Operation Tango exists. So can James's Bond be the game of the year against a game that already exists, granted that we didn't know about at the time? I mean, it's, okay. it's better than this, so... Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair um, enough. <laughs> I'm not going right. to say the- James's Bond is the best, but it's uh, certainly better than a non-game game. All right, a non a non game game. I, I mean, I, I yeah, like I'm I'm with Tom. Like I I feel like there is something good out of this. But what we ended up with by the end of that was, by the end of the discussion was like a bunch of ideas of like disparate ideas that could could be pulled into something if we'd have had ten more hours mm. to argue with Lewis. Yeah, I mean, but, was it um, a good episode? No. Was it a good pitch? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Was it? A, hey. a, a sign of hopeful gaming and a beautiful adventure if put together after another 200 days of work. I think I think so. I think for some reason Maybe. I might be a little bit logic skate on this one. Uh, earlier on, really? you said the phrase, Lewis is angry 40 minutes, which is a game I would play. That's a good game title. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fair enough. I mean, maybe that's maybe that's the first game of the uh, of the new year. Maybe that's what we start with. <laughs> um, all right, but so we we can move on saying at least safely for now. Logic's Gate, scrap it. It's not better than what? James's Bond. Even is, it, if, is there no vote even if, here? <laughs> well, okay. Look, anyone like I'm voting James's Bond. I say we can tip like James's oh, Bond. Okay, currently no, yeah, no, okay. There's no chance. Than Logic's then. Gate. Right. Yeah, James is back. <laughs> I can. Uh, I, I didn't realize no one was on my side. <laughs> I think James's Bond is like. <laughs> I would rather play. I would rather play another. Like even if it was Operation Tango, but just different maps. I would rather play that right, than a game. Yeah. I don't quite. I don't quite know what it is yet. I mean, I'll I take it. Like, it's a me pitch. I'm I feel okay like with the that. argument's moot because something's going to come along and put a bullet in both these games. <laughs> oh, yeah? What's that? <laughs> well, we'll get to it soon. I mean, we'll get to it right now. Yeah? What is it? It is the next on the list, if you want to If you want to pitch this one. I can't even remember oh, what it the was Matthew, called. Oh, the Matthew Castle oh, Classic. I, I, okay, now here's the challenge. I want you to pitch this as you remember it, title and all. <laughs> uh, so it was about a house. It was about a house through history. 
It, was it called yeah. History House? You jumped through history and uh-huh. at different points in history but you played like different genres of games but in mm. the same location so it was like it was like one level being repurposed for multiple genres was i think was the pitch yeah you know what that's not bad it's not bad it's not you've, bad uh, you've done a good job remembering it, it was this. called Matthew castle will remember this well it's called the building will remember oh, this that's of course because well i think someone else suggested that the things you did resonated through the house or through the building into the later games, perhaps. I thought that was the I intention, think- right? Like, you, you build the house in the first level and then that uh, affected the future. Yeah. If I no? remember correctly, there was a talk about the Phil Spencer giving a presentation about building codes or, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, the game gets really deep into, like, listed building territory. That was <laughs> it. That's right. Oh, it ended in an alien court case. Uh, trying whether to, or not humankind yeah. deserve to live based on... This one uh, building. ...examples taken from this one building's long history. Mm. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, the thing that I remember from the podcast is is uh, Tom's, uh, Tom's summary of it at the end being something like chronicles the history of a building all the way from the, it, the first brick placed all the way through to the alien trial at the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, I remember 1920s, you build the building. Then there was the Blitz and you had to try and uh, evade Germans or something. Then something <laughs> happened in the 60s. I can't remember what that there was. was. A diamond? I think there was it, some kind of diamond involved? Oh, there was a diamond. <laughs> and there was a... And, the, and she was the through line. The old lady was the through line. I oh, remember that very specifically. Was the it was the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that was it. That uh, was in the it. 80s, someone plays on a Game Boy, and I think that was all that happened in the 80s. <laughs> Um, you find the batteries for it and you go what was this for and it's oh it's for this boy's game boy oh how cute and then Um, and then eventually alien trial and uh depending on how you what i'm hearing is basically narrative masterpiece (laughs) i mean well it's got a courtroom in it so obviously this this is what i had in my like in my head the way it was it was basically edith it was um what remains of edith finch that style of game just set through so it was a series of vignettes but told over a hundred years or two hundred years, or however long it is. Um, so super, super narrative, like heavy game. Mm. But mm. you know, very cinematic, very, very highbrow. Anna Perna would, would would put this out, oh, right? And it would be highbrow. <laughs> no, not I guess too highbrow. The lecture about building regulations is that's reasonably highbrow. But I remember really liking this. I like I like the idea that the choices that you made back in the 60s would have a repercussion later on which is where the name idea came from like telltale sort of style game i like i like that thread and uh i remember liking this a lot that beats james's bond for me holy shit i I don't think we have anything to my from what i can remember that would like this this year and i like edith Finch is one of my favorite games that i've played in the last 10 years so anything that, that like is remotely similar to that in tone or storytelling or whatever, like I'm, I'm in. So, for yeah. me personally, yeah, sounds good. It wins. We I just, mean, uh, I, I remember. Skip to the end? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris, I mean, well, I, I what I do remember... you think about this one? Oh, you go. Or Tom, sorry, uh, Tom, you can go first. Well, this is awkward. Okay, I remember um, going through. Um, uh, talking about all the little things that you could find. Maybe it was, I think that at one point there was also, you are going through the building in the future or the final stage of this building and everything you find 
warps you back to that time and there was things about like finding height scales along the kitchen wall or something like that and that takes you to a time when there was a family living there and you find the batteries and you see the kid playing the game boy and oh boy he's having a great time uh and that's all that happens with him back to me Uh, and um and i feel like that uh could be really cool and i also remember saying that it should be that when the credits start rolling, you just put the controller down and just watch the entire credits, and and you just you just sit there and just say, "Wow," and and that's uh, I mean <laughs> we haven't got the story obviously, but rolls down your face. That's that's yes. what that's should happen at the end of it, uh, and I I think yeah. such a masterpiece in not just gaming but in storytelling um, <laughs> should be celebrated uh, by beating James's Bond. <laughs> <laughs> by beating a game that is already out that already exists like, yeah. I think someone else made but, well done well done Matthew I think Thank that was you. Uh, yeah it, it seems like I, mean, I don't know I mean Chris are you uh, yeah, what I, do you I think about this versus James Bond Tom's description then I mean my memory of half of these titles I don't remember half <laughs> like any of most them most of these are your titles no the titles <laughs> Genius. Okay. The the games behind the goal. I remember more than I do. I thought it was called Frickin' History House. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Your your perception of it. Your perception of it, do you think? Re description of it. Sounds a bit more Obradini than I remember, but I like that. Mm. Well, let's yeah, not mention Obradin point. now because that, that's going to come back <laughs> later on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, so, the building will remember this. Currently, that is now Game, game of the, the year. year. However, we're about nope. to move on <laughs> to the next, There's no to the but next or game. However, in this story. <laughs> no, I, I, I'll be honest. I don't think this is a but or a however. Um, this, this, was, this was this a was Boba, Boba pitch. Yeah. Uh, and the title is Rags to Witches. Does this bring does this bring anything to to, to memory for anyone? Yeah, does I remember, remember this one. what this game is. Because yeah? of what is it, Chris? Absolute corker of a title. Uh, you start out as a <laughs> poor witch, if I remember correctly, and you work your way up through you know society, going down different routes based on your decisions, whether those are you know paragon or renegade or however we decided it was. Um, and there were cults involved. There was a school at one point. They're cults. But yeah. You went from, from rags to witches. Um, now, I remember this had this had a mechanic I kind of liked, and I probably kind of liked it because I came up with it, um, where <laughs> you had spell, your spell books were your loadout, so to speak. So you only yeah. had like four or five spells that you could remember any one time. So when you woke up and started the day, you're like, right, I'm going to prepare Earth, Wind, Fire. Uh, uh, yeah. And um, and and that's how I'll proceed with the day, and that allowed you to complete certain tasks. I feel like in a Golden Sun sort of style, um, right. where parts of the map or parts of the world you couldn't cross or pass unless you had particular spells or even spell combinations. Uh, however, you then needed to swap out your spell books to something else, and there was thousands of spells in the game. Obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, you're a and witch. that I feel like that that was that was a part of it, uh, and also there was necromancy at one point, and I think oh, yeah, I've forgotten about necromancy. At some point, they resurrected a load of horses uh, to save yeah, a village. It, it was like wholesome because it was wholesome necromancy. I think yeah. that was the idea. Like the game was meant to be wholesome and just like nice. It was really cute. Fun so to play. Was it? Uh, <laughs> it was a coming of age 
Kiki's game. delivery service, but with witches. That, well, that's well, the thing. The, well, the Kiki first is, line, a, is a witch. Is a witch. Is a, I've not seen it. <laughs> the first line okay. of this uh, this description that Alex has given in in this document uh, does fall into the very same trap that I don't like pictures to fall into, and it does say Kiki's delivery service, the game. Yeah. Fucking hell. I think that's a good start. That's a good starting point, right? I would yeah, play that. It, as long as you get far away from that, otherwise it's just come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember Boba confusing well, rags to witches as rats to witches, which yeah, I think is a wholly different yeah. game. And really confusingly, she just went with it. She was fine. Was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was just like agreeing with you out of politeness, yeah. not because it was. She thought it was any good. Oh, I think I crushed this one. Didn't what was there? Were so many ideas for this one. I remember just being like, "This is never going to get made." Let's just yeah. Let's I just mean, start it, it down, too guys. much. <laughs> it was it was it was another one where I think uh, at some point the word Stardew was thrown in there, and immediately that just mm-hmm. that just completely throws everything off course because it's like, well, what does that what does that actually mean? Like, mm. yeah. If you say a game, all right, real quick. If you say a game is like the Dark Souls of I don't know, fucking building history games, then you know what you're getting into. If you say something is the Stardew of a game, like that means fucking nothing. Stardew is so many is this different it? genres and it concepts. It really boring. It's just because right? you hate Stardew. Well, it's just a kind of a sprite style and a perspective and a... And like, it's the know, Mega Man of games. Relationships with... with, with. <laughs> The townsfolk. What do, does, does this mean? This has is the farming an of witches in a genre to it. Lifestyle sim. Yeah. Lifestyle. Lifestyle sim. All right. Why not the Sims of fucking witches? It's because the second life in of witches. Stardew, you don't have to. You know, you control them. You don't have to tell your character to take a shit. One's about oh. business. <laughs> one's about just you know. The kitchen not setting on fire. <laughs> Although yes. I will say the Sims 4 Paranormal Pack did come out this year, so it might as well just be that. There you go. There oh, you go. Well. A game that also came out this year. But it's Rags, Rags to Witches is actually just Sims right. 4 Paranormal. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, Sims Rags 2 to Witches Paranormal. <laughs> making Magic, Tom. It was Making Magic. Yeah, sorry, it Making Magic. A phenomenal expansion. That was really game. good. Rex to Witches versus the building will remember this. Is anyone on the side of Boba for this? Anyone on Rex to Witches? No? Are we all still building or remember this? Or, you know, well, we, we I can. Mean, I feel like we can go back if, if someone no, thinks we can't go back. We book. cannot go back. <laughs> we, can, we, can, we cannot <laughs> we go back. That's not how this works <laughs> at all. We can't, we can't just compare it to every single game. Yeah, I know. Maybe the way we should do that. Maybe like a score system next Listen, year. No, you live by the sword, you die by the okay. sword. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not, right. Yeah, we're committed to it now. We're, we're not we're trying for, to find the num- like the number one, two, three, four, and five game. We're just trying to find the best game. All others be damned. Okay. Um, yeah. And and if this one is if this one is better or worse, then the building will remember this. Um, right. My vote is it's not. Uh, then <laughs> then rags to witches. <laughs> I'm sure there's a delightful game there. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's lovely, but my personal taste is definitely the more story-driven building. For some reason, I'm just imagining Genshin Impact, and I don't know why. If I, I remember correctly, Impact. and I doubt I do, um, do we discuss Witchbrook in this, which is Chucklefish's new one? Was which that, that was what? announced I at the time. I don't know if that came up. Well, I don't think that was announced that at the time, you? was it? Yeah, it's been announced for ages. Um, but oh. yeah, Chucklefish's new one is basically a witch wizard school RPG 
Stardew Valley, but you're a witch. Yeah, it's Stardew Valley, but you're a witch. Okay. Well, shit. Well, Rags to Witches, another game that exists in multiple different forms. That's coming soon from Chucklefish. Rags to Witches, sorry, Boba, you're out, you're done. Matthew Castle has beaten you this year. Let's see what happens next time. I sorry. I'm not taking it too seriously because last year some of the feedback after the episode was like that jackass was really gunning for the things in his way and it's like it was all done it was all done from place of love I assure you you're uh, saying that now but I if can he doesn't win he's going to be fucking livid well, it, well <laughs> let's find out Dungeon Daddy should have gone for anyway um, alright well the next, next game I, I actually I don't I don't massively remember this one however <laughs> Reading mm-hmm. this this re-description that you've put in here, I think it's got some promise. So this is uh, Gods Among Us, a okay. asymmetric multiplayer where two people assume the yeah. role of gods and compete for the faith of a tribe of players <laughs> in an ancient Norse survival environment. Valheim was probably mentioned at some point. Um, gods can speak to the tribe indirectly through <laughs> trees, babies, and other forms of possession. Yes. They can spend faith points on various abilities that either let them communicate or help the tribe or hinder the other god. And when enough faith points are accrued, they can enter battle with the other god? I don't remember <laughs> okay, that. Okay, I don't remember, I don't remember okay, that. And look, that's a great right. feature. Yeah. I, I didn't admit, when I was, when I was recapping these... I got excited oh, and, you added and wrote more a, stuff. an additional idea at the end. Yeah. <laughs> that's, not the, that's not the spirit <laughs> of thing. Fair, fair enough. All right. Well, I also remember there being a, uh, a traitor deception kind of gameplay yeah. element to yeah. this, where one of the gods is the devil, one yes. is the <laughs> one is God, uh, and I guess the players had to decide. That baby just spoke to me. It said something. Hello. Do I listen to it? <laughs> um, the, 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 the devil's trying to make them do, like, sacrifice the people who support the real god so to, like, weaken the real god's strength, but he's mm. got to kind of p- phrase it in such a way that they don't doesn't reveal himself to be the devil. Hey, we yeah, thought yeah, like getting rid of the Darren. Apple. Oh, that guy. Can you take all the horses to the serpent forest? It will be a good yes. thing for you to do. I yeah. remember that. No, definitely. I... I but but, but I that's, love but that's this the idea. Like the, the, I love the gods it so would both much. have like things that like on the face of it they would like you wouldn't know on which one would be yeah like you, yeah you, you wouldn't you wouldn't know which one would be the evil god they both would have would have to have things sacrificed to them uh, it, it's just like you just have to decide like it's down to it's down to the tribe themselves to figure out which one yeah. they're going to follow I, I thought there was a really good hook in that the gods couldn't like directly communicate and had to tr- you had to basically interpret the actions of the gods mm. to work out who you were working for like if it start you know you don't know which god has triggered what or what they're trying to communicate yes, or if yeah. they're trying to reward a certain action it was mm. I, I thought this was great i think uh, a lot yeah. of the actions you could do as well had a lot of overspill as well like if if the good god sees a load of wolves coming down the valley and he's like right i'm, I'm going to cause an avalanche to stop that from happening God knows how this will work in an actual fucking game. But the avalanche then spreads into the village and then everyone's like, well, fuck you, devil. Obvious devil. It's like, no, there were wolves up there. I tried to save you and I couldn't. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like being able to do like weird, like weird things that you like, you have to interpret contextually. Like if, if you can, if the gods can make, if they can make trees bleed, 
then what, what does that what does that mean is that is that a yes or a no that, it's yeah, yeah, what yeah, are you trying to tell me <laughs> you were never they... like yay <laughs> tree. God is happy. we needed blood amazing um maybe you go to their their like shrines and they make certain sigils glow and then you're just watching the villagers the other players read these shrines and interpret it completely incorrectly mm. i guess a kind of yeah. is it yeah. uh mysterium is that the game uh that kind mysterium, of yeah, mysterium exactly. yeah, it. A, oh, um, why did we not even think of that that the whole time we were discussing this that's a great uh but comparison. all within the context because i think originally this was rust right this was uh yeah, the yes, very yeah. very long games uh but then i i was saying that it should be more dread hungry where it's quite quick games like 10 15 minute mm. games that you play very quickly and they have to banish a god at the end and are they right or are they wrong um What's up, Chris? I can't remember, but I kind of like this idea. I can't remember if the two god, the players that played the two gods, could speak. I know they couldn't speak they to like, the other pool of, but they are they in constant communication with each other? Just to yes, yeah, okay, yeah, they are. yeah. yeah. Now, okay, like, just not so you, uh, you, outside constant communication with them. However, you can't change what they are doing at any time. You can't interact yeah. with each other. Yeah. So you're just mm. watching him. Like, no, don't. <laughs> Don't please don't, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what was really special for me was this don't idea that you've Darren. got the gods communing, being like, "Look at these idiots down here," and then you've got all the villagers can talk to each other at all times. Yeah, and yeah, and, and then the night time. Can the gods hear the villagers? <laughs> yeah, but they can. Can't, the and gods also, can hear the villagers. Also, there was a very, very expensive move where you can possess a baby and then speak as, as God's voice. Mm. Yes. And everyone in the like village are listening to them for like 10 <laughs> yeah. seconds. And they're like, all right, I'm going to make the trees bleed. I'm the good guy. And they're like, I don't know if that is the good guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would always come but, out but, in but some you, demonic you, voice, right? Even yeah, no matter what God it was. It has to have that. But that's it. Like, you might only have points to. To, you might only have enough points to make a tree bleed. That's the only. That's the only way you can communicate at that particular mm. time. You need to get something really important across. So it might be a good thing you were trying to communicate. Exactly, but it just comes across in a very bad way. You're just misunderstood. So, uh, okay. So, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I really like the idea of this one. I think it would be a bitch to make and balance, but uh, uh, yeah, like it, like yeah, like it needs a lot of work. But the idea of that, like the kind of deception game with that extra level of the two people competing against each other could could be kind of fun. Um, yeah, I, I just think the the villagers themselves need a goal. Otherwise, it's just them guessing yeah. between two gods. Uh, but yeah. let's just assume they have a really fun, really cool goal by the time this game comes out, <laughs> and that is yeah, gods. We'll gods among us. How, how do people feel about gods among us versus, I guess, the other one? Uh, building will remember this. <laughs> the, the Why do we keep one. forgetting that now? You've you already forgotten forget. about that one now. The new one, Gods Among Us. Bil- this is the building the has one. been forgotten. That's the, that's the new name. Uh, I mean, I I really like it. Uh, I feel like I would want to. I feel like I would. I think this wins out just because, like, if the building will remember this is Edith, like another Edith Finch that is a great experience. That could be amazing, but I have played that already. Gods Among Us. I feel like I haven't played before. I I want to. I want to play it. Like I want to see what that's like as a game. So for me, that that wins. It, it's interesting. interesting. It, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's fresh. It's cool. It's unique. It's unanimous. Yeah, I love it. It's I'm on board with God's Most. <laughs> I think it's mechanically a much more interesting potential there. Wow. Holy shit. All right. Man, you know what we are good at? 
uh, in Pitch Please. We are fucking great right. at making God games. <laughs> Remember hashtag <laughs> blessed shit, last year? Jesus. Hashtag what a, blessed, yeah. Not good enough to win. Wasn't that good enough game. to win, no, but it's, it stuck around for a long time. Um, <laughs> All right, well, let's see how this one is going to uh, stay around. For, what's, <laughs> You're going to have to do it because I do not remember this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I was really hoping that you would. All right, so <laughs> this great. one was a bit of a clusterfuck. Because oh, we yeah, had, it was. So this was Team Triple Jump, which was... Um, we had, uh, I can't even remember when this was. Like it wasn't, I feel like it wasn't even that long ago. Um, but Ben and Pierre joined us and it was initially, the pitch was, they wanted to do a horror game that broke the fourth wall so that you were playing something to do with, um, like the original idea was like your dog goes missing, right? And you're looking <laughs> yeah. for your yeah. dog. And that didn't and come then, up again. <laughs> it didn't come up again at all. Uh, <laughs> but through doing this, you somehow managed to, uh, rattle the like the some some kind of secret arm of the government, and uh, they start fucking with you through like Steam messages and other weird things on your computer. Oh, so okay. maybe and, what, um, one like example printers they, and stuff. Yeah, one example like they gave was your network. CD tray opens. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, your CD tray, which no one has anymore, but I love, no I love the thought um, behind it. They've safely removed my hardware. Ooh. I remember it being <laughs> then, basically that, an ARG that lasted for, for years. Uh, and yes, that is what that, led that to the it, name yeah. of the game, Area 57. It's malware. If I remember correctly, <laughs> and I do remember correctly, because I kept doing the Badoop noise. Um, yes, right. Uh -huh. It was that, it was the, the fact of it was... Uh, well, the, the hook was, is it would you wouldn't hear for like two weeks, and then you just hear that notification mm. noise, and it would be very unnerving because mm. it might be something like just crazy, or it could just be you know nothing. It's just it was the it was basically trying to fuck with people, really mess up their lives. Mm. Um, <laughs> it was but, it was lifeline, you know, but except an, an, an extra level. Yeah, like it it was an evolution of like the ARG. That was the idea, and it would like uh, it, yeah. It, to the point where it would like crippling it, it would have a direct effect on like it wasn't meant to be that bad for your life i don't think i think we would go or was it i don't know maybe that's what I, we were I doing i think so yeah but um maybe it was really meant to fuck you up but yeah when you install the game you would then be asked to add particular people and bots on steam on facebook on whatsapp uh put your phone number into this thing you were meant to give away a lot of information uh yeah and and also give it administrator access to your PC uh, so they that it had full and... control. But that's just how you enjoy the game to its fullest. Maybe there's an option <laughs> yeah. where you just say, oh, you know what, I'm not going to give it all this stuff, and it's actually really shit. Yeah, it's like um, Alex, you do the uh, the uh, detective stuff in, in the post, right? You get that thing through yes. every month. It's like that, but, I do. you know, just real, yeah. real nasty. Invasive. Yeah, really like, invasive. And that is like... Up in your shit. <laughs> yeah, like the most you have to do in that is make a phone call and there'll be a voicemail saying, oh, hi, it's Tom. Um, uh, sorry, I can't get to the phone right now, but uh, tell me who you think the killer is and I'll, uh, I'll email you. <laughs> and then you just have to <laughs> say it. <laughs> Weirdly, I get that. I'm sorry, I can't come to the phone not, right now. I'm being uh, stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's God, the next case. <laughs> but... Um, that yeah, guy's like phone it's, it's, is going to be full of a hundred <laughs> messages of people just saying like Professor Plum. <laughs> is it Professor Plum? I think it's Professor Plum. He's <laughs> got to sit there and deal with it. <laughs> what a nightmare! What a cursed life he's made for himself. <laughs> 
but okay, oh yeah, yeah, it was something. It was something like that, but as a video game and much longer form. Yeah, but I think uh, that's. I, I, I think also, that's as much as I can remember. I mean, before it became just malware, it was it was essentially Hypnospace Outlaw. Kind of, you are right, what you're yeah, playing yeah. is a person sat at their computer, mm-hmm. navigating their computer and experiencing these things in a game, and then we. Yeah broke that fourth wall and just said let's just get rid of that wall entirely and just make it you're that person um experiencing creepy things but there i don't think there was ever anything really haunting that they came up with mm-hmm. beyond just saying it's trust me it's scary yeah it's gonna fucking open a lot if your tray you don't opened know when. and then there was like a picture of like a child in the tray <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! With the eyes that would be down. scary. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yes. So this this isn't quite a game, I don't think. So I don't know if we can even like. C- can anyone see this as a game in a way that excites them more than Gods Among Us? Yeah. I, if if someone no. had the balls to make this and release it on Steam, <laughs> I I would I would give it a second look. I'd just be like I. Ha- Please tell me if someone bought this. I need to know what is happening with this thing. And I remember I watch the only way it. you know if you've won is it uninstalls itself, and that's the only way you get rid of it. <laughs> um, and I just, I, yeah. I just would love to see people living with Area Fifty Seven. It's malware. Yeah, sure. And also, it controlled their smart home as well. That was another thing it did. Oh yeah, yeah, that was it. It yeah. made it slightly colder. Rings their doorbell. <laughs> Yeah, it colder in the house. <laughs> yeah, and just turns out a message saying there's a ghost in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I would just, I'd just love to see one person living with this, and I think it would, it would be the only person who'd bought the game. But beyond that, yeah. I, I, would I want it? Fuck no, hell no. <laughs> so I think is that is that unanimous? Is, is anyone going to uh, going to fight for this one? Or uh, is it is it gone? Do we move on? I think I think. Uh, Sam, Sam for me personally, know, right? I, I have enough anxiety in my life. I don't need to give myself more <laughs> and, and pay for the privilege. I okay. feel like that is word for word what you said in the episode. <laughs> He's listening back to it <laughs> now. Consistent. <laughs> he is. All right. So I think I think I think we're done with Area Fifty Seven. It's my way. See Triple ya. jump. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, sorry See that didn't ya. make it. Sorry, we probably ruined it. <laughs> but uh, moving on. Um, what's the next one, Tom? Because this was one of yours, wasn't it? I oh believe. God. Uh, yeah. Now, annoyingly. <laughs> oh God. Annoyingly, with this one, uh, this was an idea that I wrote down. I was really into, and then I started speaking in the pitch, and I realised only when I'd verbalized it and said it out loud it's actually not good (laughs) um this was the oberdin-esque uh pokemon snap adventure uh Mm -hmm. brain jig and you (laughs) basically lived in snippets of realities in a sailor's (laughs) life going on their journey and you were taking pictures of a myriad of different uh nautical phenomenon like (laughs) I mean, I feel like the basis of this entire idea was St. Elmo's Fire because I saw that and I thought, fuck, that's cool. (laughs) I'd love to see or relive that or try and examine that, see it in its precursor to when it's actually happening and what happens afterwards and identifying that is the phenomenon. Would you like to re-explain? I've catalogued it. 
St. Elmo's Fire. What's St. Elmo's Fire? It's when the mastheads start fucking blasting out like sparks of lightning. Like in Breath of the Wild, where you're wearing metal weapons and you're about to get zapped by lightning. It's the little sparks that come out to to signify to signify that you're about to get fucking blasted by lightning. It's cool as hell. If you didn't know what it is and you were a sailor like in the 1500s, you would shit. You would you would assume it's <laughs> yeah. God. You would something we're not saying it's the 1500s. So you can just watch videos <laughs> clips of it on YouTube. Well, so yeah, yeah, it's all right. Deck. Find a video of ball lightning. It doesn't exist. There's a lot of uh, stories about ball lightning though, and it's amazing. Um, it blew up a fucking church. Ball lightning. <laughs> anyway, I, I thought it would just be cool to have a game where you you explore and discover in a catalog way all of these strange phenomenon in the in a, in a seafaring adventure. I think because I just played. No, I hadn't just played Oberdin. It was just on my mind at the time. Um, I loaded up and, the comments for this video, and the second one is. Tom reinvents Obra Dinn but then denies it. <laughs> Which is exactly I think, what I remember from this. Oh, good, I think the only thing that was every time you came up with a mechanic, we were like, oh, like an Obra Dinn, and you were like, no, like in my game. No, I mean the only thing that I from well at least what I've repitched here, I don't remember this one too well, is is that it was Obra Dinn in that it was on a boat and it was in the past and, and it was a log. and you go through <laughs> memories to explore these things and also the entire crew died and you have to discover how and why. I think that's the only thing that's like Obra Dinn. <laughs> from, my, from my memory of this, what, like, what it ended up being, like, was it, there was a more of a focus on just, like, it was, it was walking sim almost, like, esque way. It was just a focus on, like, yeah. experiencing these amazing moments of, 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 like, natural phenomena, or maybe supernatural phenomena, I don't know, but, like, you know, like, like huge whales and Elmer's fire, the northern lights in the middle of the ocean, like, those kind of cool moments and... Like I, uh, the, yeah, fair enough. Maybe there wasn't. It was more of an experience than a game. I, I feel like but, it's it's uh, a VR <laughs> experience. Is yes. what this is uh, yes. rather yes. than an actual game. I very much remember going through the Bermuda Triangle as a as a, a story beat to explain yeah. why there was all of these strange yes. phenomena, and then maybe you yes. come out at the other end and there's just the memories left. I may be just making that up, but that would be cool, wouldn't it? Is someone finds the book. With all the pictures That's that the you memories. took of all the strange phenomenon, and then you Hell go back yeah, through, would be. you know. I did like Alex's rundown of things that you could log, which was ball lightning, <clears throat> St. Elmo's fire, and large whales. Large whales are incredible. die with the third one. That's a big whale. We'll write that down. Uh, I also remember saying that in. Uh, th- there was also another idea with this where you never actually see the event itself, but all of the things that lead up to it. And then and then Matt said that uh, a gamer's dream is to experience the the build up to an event and then never actually <laughs> get to well, see it. Typically, yes, the event is you see something off a boat. Otherwise, this is a game where you walk around a boat and then you don't see ball lightning. <laughs> that was my problem. The pitch is like, have you heard of ball lightning? It's so awesome. Oh, and by the way, you'll never get to see it. It's just a boat. Enjoy the trip. <laughs> and I think Phil Spencer also came into this one as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. That's, that that's sounds Matthew's like a classic castle burn. He... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was somehow tied to brain dances from Cyberpunk because that's it was, why it's called it was, Brain Jig. It was called Brain yeah. Jig, yeah. 
Um, can't remember how we got but there. I, I can't remember how we got there. I, I think it was basically. Remember how cool the concept of brain dancing was in Cyberpunk, yeah. and they never really explored it to its fullest mm. because they didn't fucking finish the game. What if we just <laughs> did it again and made it good uh, or interesting? What if we or did? Or relevant to the story, uh, but then you never actually get to see the thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, so I, 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 I really like the idea of those moments, but. Um, it, it's a VR experience, like, not a game. Would I yeah. would I install it and want to witness these things in five minute snippets of VR uh, heaven? Nah. It certainly doesn't come close to James's Bond or anything since then. So uh, <laughs> or any, or anything. <laughs> James Bond, that was the first one that was has since been eliminated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, I mean, what else? Uh, rats to witches? No, no, sorry. I Ron's think that's gone better. among us right now. Yeah, I'm just saying. I don't think any. Uh, I don't think it you think, beats oh, anything. Just say it. Just say it. You think this is the worst one of the year? This is the worst <laughs> one of the year. That's what he's trying to politely say. Yeah, but Jesus. All right, I think. I think there's something there. Maybe God's among <laughs> us is great. All right, great. Fuck. Okay, so it looks <laughs> so like no one's fighting top. for this one. So currently, God's Among Us is still holding the still holding the spot, but that's only after two only after two additional pitches. The next one we're getting onto is a very rare one because it's it's I think the only one ever where Tom hasn't been present. I don't actually know um, this idea. I, really I also like haven't listened to this episode. I think it's Chris, Tom wasn't you, there. You fucking do you want to pick this one? <laughs> I fucking knew he was going to say. It. Well, why don't you tell us what it's about, Chris? Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, the lovely Alex Navarro. It was basically. Physicsy gang beast esque Mr. Bean as a hitman. So everything every decision you did had a I think had a, like a percentage chance of fucking up. And then obviously yes. the co- dealing with the consequences of that. Um you weren't good at your job as a hitman. So you go to like, you know, strangle someone and instead you slip over on the way and you've now, you know, mm. just, just you're the Frank the Drebin of uh yeah. is that- Oh, Maybe oh, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. He, was re- he was really into Frank Drebin. <laughs> he liked Frank Drebin, yeah. That was he his brought up Frank Drebin a hero. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Wait, does I, think, I, I, I really like this idea, if I remember rightly. The idea that you'd have like a Rube Goldberg system around your, your level mm-hmm. and you would trigger a series of events through strange action or inaction that would end up yes. killing the subject through like, ooh, I knocked a tin of paint over, the waiter slipped, their champagne went into someone's face and, you know, you carry on this crazy series of events. Or it's like uh, that scene from Heavy Rain uh, where you just oh my you God. make, you make yeah, none was, of the yeah. quick time events. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. That's this game. And I love yeah, that. I, I, remember, I remember talking about that now, actually. Yeah. Yeah, the idea that it just ends up becoming more and more ridiculous, um, and and harder to control as well. Like, yeah. there's just a bunch yeah. of like, like, just having to avoid like bananas on the on the floor or whatever. Or you're in a like, it, it, it was dumb, but it was fun. But it was fun. That was the idea. It was kind of almost like hmm. I think we mentioned Octed. I think there was a bit of Octed. I remember us mentioning I, I, okay. full flat. I appreciate I wasn't there, mm. so I'm I'm just viewing this from the perspective of this is the He's pitch I've heard for the first time. <laughs> now I don't understand how there's only a bit of Octodad in there. It, this sounds like Octodad. O- Octodad Hitman. I mean, maybe it is. Is that was that what this is? No, it was it was more like the 
the mechanics, the well-behaved mechanics of Hitman, but with like an element of chaos in them. So you weren't just wrestling with something completely bizarre. It was like, you know, what happens if you're playing Hitman and your trousers fall down or your trousers <laughs> fall off or something. It was... <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely a, a bit more structure to it. Like, I think again, like I, I really liked talking about this, and I really liked the idea. Like w- when we were coming up with ideas of what it would be like and how ridiculous it would be, and just just the idea of having someone of like in my head, like an Agent Forty Seven style character, just having yeah, having his trousers fall down or uh, slipping on a puddle. Or, or like falling out of a vent and crashing onto a table, just like dumb, just dumb things like that happening. But I, I don't know if that is like again, l- like with the other games we've had. I feel like that Gods Among Us for me is just another like that's something that I've not played before. Whereas Idiot Hitman, I immediately know what that is. Okay, it's Hitman. Like I know what I'm doing. It's just a kind of a silly, fun version of Hitman. Whereas for I mean- me, Gods Among Us is. Yeah. Maybe this is just a bad rewriting of the episode itself in a description, but this sounds like if you were to turn exhaling out of your nose slightly harder than normal into a game. Uh, it's just like... <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think we sold it well this time around, Alex. <laughs> it's just... Uh, I, look, I'm uh, sorry, Alex Navarro. On banana. We've, we've, we've completely failed you here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did like this one. I, I liked the idea of the time. Like uh, I actually still like it now, but I just, but actually now I'm talking about it. Maybe I like it less, actually. Maybe it, that's how I felt about Brain Jig. Maybe that's how I felt about Brain Jig. Now, I don't want to be negative about it because I don't know the, I don't, I didn't, I, this is probably the episode I just didn't listen to. So, like, look, I, I, I have zero context here. I, I rescind my vote. Whatever happens, happens. All right. If, look, you, if you think this, uh, Comedy masterpiece clearly is uh, is deserving of beating Gods Among Us, a unique gameplay experience that hasn't been made before. Then sure. <laughs> All right, let's Fucking get to it. Matthew, Dad DLC. You- uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Gods Among Us. I think Hitman's got enough comedy chaos of its own. All right, yeah, oh, that's a good point. You can throw you can throw cans of beans at people in Hitman. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's Hitman's already really funny, funnier than like 99 of games. So, <laughs> all right, Chris. I agree. Uh, I agree with what Matt just said. And I also agree with your statement of it's like Gods Among Us, you know, as a deception game, but it's still a newer idea that, you know, hasn't sort of, mm-hmm. as far as we're aware, it's probably already out and we just haven't realized, uh, hasn't been done yet and we haven't played. Well, it certainly is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be like the that. new Among Us. Someone's made it. No one's playing it at the moment. The new Among Us. The next Among Us. Exactly. We might get sued oh, yeah. by Warner Brothers because that is the tagline for the Injustice <laughs> games. But. Shit. We're fine. Wait, really? Yeah, oh yeah, of course it is. Gods among us. Oh yeah, how do we not? Yeah. How do we not notice that? Whoops. <laughs> yeah, but that game doesn't have Batman talking through a baby, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Sacrifice, Darren. <laughs> All right, James. <laughs> James. Yeah, I mean, no question, it's Gods Among Us, isn't it? It's. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was idiot hitman. I think there's a lot to like about it, but I don't think it was quite as nailed down, right? It, mm. it, it, we, we talked about the idea of the silly physics gang beasts. Actually, I don't think that's right for the game. It should be more tight and like Hitman, like the controls. So, yeah. No, it's God's Among Us. Yeah, maybe we just didn't quite. Okay, so we're continuing the theme of rejecting guest ideas and uh, going with our own. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, Alex Navarro. Uh, you were a fantastic guest, but your idea 
it's just it's just not it this year. It's not it for us. So we're going to crack on. Well, don't the worry. There's one, still two guests left to go in the future of these uh, this year of right. games. There is actually. Uh, yeah. So there's still a chance. There's still a chance that we won't just pat ourselves <laughs> on the back and uh, a small you chance. Know, you know, a small <laughs> chance. What's what? What is the next one, Tom? Do you know this? Uh, one? The next one is another me one, and I feel like this is one that I started the pitch by saying I don't remember writing this pitch. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Uh, which was a a. a Firewatch-style game where you are the person in the tower guiding an NPC through an adventure based on your knowledge of the area gained through puzzles available in your environment. Uh, so, I mean, maybe I just saw, oh, shit, Operation Tango exists. And I was like, I'll try a different theme. I don't know. Um, so this is Snake Out. I, I can't remember exactly why it was called Snake Out. Oh, wait, the final line of this description is Tongue a Snake. I think it might have something to do <laughs> with that. That, that, was, that was Matt. Yeah. I can't remember I don't know, why. I think that was Matthew's idea. Right. <laughs> um, was this the one where, yeah, you, you guide someone through and at the end you go through and see the consequences because you have to get to That's the it. end as well, right? And you go through yes. and you yes. see yes. the scenes that yeah. you've caused based on the decisions mm. and, and the clues I that feel, you, you I feel like this somehow eventually turned into a narrative experience when you uh, you lose communication with the person inside and you're like, well, I have to go in myself. And yeah, you then it. retrace yes. their steps uh, or something like that. But um, I remember also in the pitch itself, I don't know if this made it into the final game, at some point something inside the temple starts communicating with you and you alone and you have to do what it says to allow your survivor through somehow. Oh, yeah. And didn't, involves, didn't it go a little bit like Lovecraftian like, or something? Kind of. I think like you get communicated with from some demonic underworld horror and it's like, uh, if you want to get to your fucking gold pile... Or you want to you want to tongue a snake in there? I don't I don't remember the context of that joke. But uh, <laughs> then uh, you have to uh, lower his heart rate by this much, or you have to make him eat this conspicuous mushroom or or some bullshit. I, I don't know, uh, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the how that actually is introduced into the game or the effects of it. But there you go. I'm just going to put that out there and just say that was a thing. Mm. <laughs> I was there. Does anyone else remember any more of it? Matthew, is anything coming to mind? Uh, kind of jogging your memory? The snake stuff? I've just, I mean, that was your idea. Like the, seems- informa- the information that you were giving them from the tower had things like solving weird puzzles. It was a bit like that Indiana Jones Grail Diary, wasn't it? Uh, um, yeah. Yes. Yes. And there was, yeah, that there was, was it. Stuff yeah, yeah, like, the to, get into, to get into this thing, you have to kiss this snake. And I, there was a suggestion that the person you were giving advice to was maybe like a hostage and you were trying to help them by like giving them information that would like fuck over their, the, the yeah, baddies think, or something. Yeah, I, there was Nazis. something like that. Yeah, it was probably Nazis. I've forgotten about it that. It was probably Nazis. Yeah. Um, I have just clicked, I clicked on the video at random and it played off, It played uh-huh. from where I last listened to it. And the first thing I heard was half explorer, half snake, all kissing. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we got to with this, but there was definitely okay. a kissing snake. There was definitely a kissing snake. What's um, that about? Fuck. <laughs> well, look, so, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, if I remember correctly, it was very much... Uh, like the trials in Indiana Jones, you know the whole for sure with an eye. That that shit. Yeah, <laughs> the penitent man. The penitent man. That stuff. So yeah, it was that. It was that. The game. 
Uh, also, the Firewatch stuff. That was the initial mm. like, the idea that you're in a ta- you're in a tower, but in this you're in a room, and then maybe you're looking through books and you had like a library stuff out. You were, yeah, yeah, there was, was like loads of books and loads of literary works that you can scroll through, and most of it irrelevant and pointless. But you have to f- try and find yeah. it in this stack of shit. A slightly flawed game in that it's you in a tower talking to someone who's off having like an amazing adventure and you're like quickly put the jewel in the thing but all you see is like your beans on top of the oven for the whole game because mm. you're stuck in the tower it's almost is like there, is this a, the theme of this year and you don't get to see the payoff yeah, yeah. There's a no, no, no you did in this you, you did get end. to see the payoff because you, you went get to see it after you retread the steps. You retread the steps and you're like, <laughs> oh, he did course, put the blue yeah, crystal yeah. in and he, you didn't get to the end. And I did this game have an actual ending? What happened when you got to you the... See you, you see ball lightning. ball <laughs> lightning. Oh my God. It's all tied to brain jig. The thing is, this is one of these games where treasure. it's... It's like we were uh, we were there together, or whatever it's called. But, but yeah, one yeah. person's having much more fun than the other person. So yeah, it doesn't unless well, you no, really it, like looking through. It the wasn't books. it wasn't one person having more fun than the other person. This wasn't a multiplayer <laughs> it game. It was single player. Yeah, it was a single player experience. The AI is having a better time. Than you. <laughs> oh, is that true? Yeah, was, that, yeah. was it AI? Oh, yeah, it was AI. It was just- but he is so quirky. I remember him being so quirky. Remember, oh he kept saying, like, oh, Zip Zabadoo. Yeah, he was like, Zip Zabadoo, yeah. I'm going to jump over he the track. He had the right track. personality on him. That was it. Wacka, wacka, wang. Uh oh, poison <laughs> keep <himself>. you entertained. <laughs> okay, was, yeah, all right. But he was so right. charming and quirky. Anyone? Anyone? No, can, I, um, I mean, I like the I remember liking the idea a lot of the time, especially the idea that you would get to retrace the steps. Uh, I, apparently, that was yeah. very revolutionary <laughs> at the time. I was like, oh, imagine yeah. seeing all the all the choices that you made laid out in front of you. But on second view, review, I'm like, yeah, uh, I mean, cool, I guess. It feels like we, yeah, maybe we just didn't quite arrive at something that we were all excited about by the end, perhaps. Like we didn't, didn't quite like, uh, and I, I feel like perhaps this might have been, if I'm remembering now correctly, Matthew's, <laughs> Matthew's torpedo of uh, you playing the game and not actually seeing anything. And then we were desperately trying to fix it uh, which is actually and a very good point. Just to spite and me. We couldn't. So it we was just. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just to spite you. It was so we had more than a 10 minute episode. <laughs> all the best ideas come from spite. Uh, so, yeah. all right. God. It looks like Snake Out, I don't think, is is going gonna, is gonna to do well this year. It looks like we're going to move on. Fuck Sorry, you know Snake what? Next Out. year, I think all of my pitches are just going to be. Remember this game? That fucking sucked. Let's make it again, but good. And then all of my pitches next year are just going to be, oh, you remember Stardew Valley? Let's make it good. And that's going to be the pitch. That's the entire pitch. Maybe from now on, every episode should be just going to a previous episode game and then trying let's to fix make it better. Alien yeah, yeah, let's fix. Fix, oh, please. Fix, please. <laughs> Tom will fix it. No, wait. No, I don't want that no. <laughs> tied to my name. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. The next, the next game, Alien Irrigation. I'm not going to explain what this is yet because I I had a, quite a strong idea of what this is in my head, and I want to see if anyone else landed there at all. Once again, fantastic um, title. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. It's like yeah. it's like Silent Running, in that you're on a you're on a spaceship with some little robots. There's something about growing. You're planting seeds. I think it morphed into the idea that. 
you're trying to save the seeds at the expense of everyone else and you sort of use the seeds and the plants they grow as weapons against the rest of the crew or maybe to fix the ship as well. I think that was it. There was definitely crew in stasis and there was like power management, I believe, and like clearing rooms out. Um, Yes. It was FTL and a bit just... And you... you you couldn't plant certain things next to each other because they would interact or uh, you had to decide which plants to plant because the seeds would go off and then you had to manage their resources as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was was essentially, at least like in my head, the the way it ended up was you, yeah, there's the silent running thing of you are the, like the sole remaining crew of uh, a huge spaceship that is uh, like an intergalactic seed vault and um th- there are there are a bunch of crew in stasis but you have to wait until the galactic council arrive to save you um it's going to be x number right? of days yeah yeah there was there was a countdown yeah and uh during that time you have to try and keep as many of the uh as many of the 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 flora fauna is it which one the plants flora, <laughs> alive as possible <laughs> the flora um by by planting them and helping them grow uh but then while you're doing that the ship is also failing uh and you have to divert resources into different areas um to to help plants grow in certain areas or you can divert resources from the uh the crew in stasis and potentially kill people (laughs) off but that's going to get you a bad score at the end the Um, stardew valley of space games whatever the fuck that means (laughs) (laughs) Uh, did we have it where the crew could like were AI, but you had to obviously feed them. So that was a like another thing. You had to grow enough food for you, but you could put them back in stasis. I think we talked about that. that. Power. Like a, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, the, like, yeah. The minutia of the management. But I think I did really like this because I like those kind of games, like FTL esque, mm. uh, bit mm. like bit Fallout Shelter, bit you know. Those. I think it's, for me it was the idea that it would also be like third person, and you'd have this really rich environment. You'd be walking around this ship which would slowly get overtaken by the plants or there would yes. be like vines growing up the wall. And then yeah, that yeah. would then wreak havoc with the systems. And then you had, so you had this real balance of what do I save? What do I let go? I think we also, yeah. uh, we talked about a lot of things. There was a lot of scope to this, but I really like the idea that you were alone and you were isolated or maybe you were the last of the crew and that you were just in deep space maybe orbiting a sun to like collect its energy with the last then, of, of a sudden, seed seed but then you might see like a another ship out of the window all of a sudden you'd be like what is that yes and you might get boarded or you might have to defend the ship yeah or... you could potentially dock it to investigate and yeah maybe exactly be something, yeah I, something interesting there this this like really sort of rang the sci-fi bell in my head and I was like this is like Stargate universe this is what it should have been they had the big ship that was falling apart and they had to make like protect it yeah I I love this idea yeah for for me it was that it was like it was full-on atmosphere it was the idea of just like I think I think we kind of almost went two directions with it because there was the FTL like resource management heavy style game but then James and I were kind of more in the direction of like just a very at- atmospheric, like sci-fi mm. space, like, th- like the, it's lonely in space kind of thing. I think mm. someone suggested that it had like a framing device of a trial 
And uh, <laughs> oh, my God. oh, it did. It did. And it was, yeah. it was like, yeah. I thought you were joking. You, you've got the ship back home at the expense of the crew of the plants. Yeah. Um, who, yeah, I can't quite remember who came up with that. Yeah, I like I that idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sounds like no a idea. Classic Hazel idea. Really. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, I do. I do. He loves a court, but John. also, actually, I think that that works. Like it could actually. That could, I, yeah. think, I that feel like that was the actually that good. was the end uh, end of game score screen, and it was just guilty. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, shit! I guess I lost because <laughs> I didn't bring guilty, enough plants and dead. humans back. Um, yeah, and and a true the true ending of the game is innocent <laughs> and also <laughs> they're like guilty you killed all your human crew and you're like oh no but then you look over to the side and just in the corner of a window there's like a little vine giving you a thumbs up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um nice. no, yeah i remember <laughs> this being very very not hardcore but uh tense uh management of resources and uh, systems in a spaceship to make sure it's still hmm. running for long enough for someone to turn up and if you're able to keep humans alive in their stasis pods amazing if you're able to grow some plants and gather some food it will help you survive but also amazing you've you've brought plants to mars uh Mm. and and that was your job in the background of the story um for some reason, it's making me think of Barotrauma uh, now. Now that I know that Barotrauma exists, but that kind of I've thing. I've a lot about that recently. Walking around, a, well, a submarine in this instance for Barotrauma, but keeping systems alive in a multiplayer style thing. But in this case, yeah. single player. Uh, mm. I think it could be cool. Um, does it beat Gods it Among Gods Us? Of, Gods Among Us? What do you think, Tom? It does for me, I think. Really? Oh, well, shit. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I really like yeah. I think. Yeah, obviously everyone has this slightly different idea in their head of what they think it is. But the the I think the premise mm. and the I'm I lean more towards the management side of stuff, which I really like. And mm-hmm. I think if you make a mistake, then you know it's one of those games where you're like, I know what I did wrong. I won't do that wrong this time, and I'll go again. Mm. Um, that's yeah for me it, it does. What about you, James? Yeah, I, I mean I I came into this episode knowing that Gods Among Us and this. Uh, game were up there for me and oh shit uh this this game i think just pip like comes to, like w- beats uh gods among us and it's so close because like i love multiplayer games and the idea of gods among us i think is a great multiplayer game this one is like pure single player this is like just an experience that you have you sit down and what i'm picturing where you're walking around this ship you've got alarms going off you've got vines growing everywhere you've got it's so very atmospheric because you know and you just can see space and nothingness outside i think i think this beats it for me it's it's uh yeah this wins well oh my I god mean, well i mean Tom? i think this means we have to put it to a vote because i i, I it's also it's difficult i don't know how comparable they necessarily are like gods among us i think is a pretty unique um mechanic added to a multiplayer game yeah granted it's just traitor deception but i just love the idea of playing a game like that uh Mm. you know two teams against each other but can communicate against a tribe of people trying to do whatever fucking task they're trying to do i think it's really cool uh but in alien irrigation i think yeah i one of my favorite films is moon maybe that's what this game is um 
And in a sense, yeah. it kind of is. I also love The Martian and its growing plants. That's what you did. You shit on some soil and grew some taters. Well, um, we didn't speak about either of those films, actually. We didn't, and I don't know why. That's, but strange. I think, yeah, this could be another very cool game. Maybe that maybe there is a problem with the Game of the Year award. Maybe we should split them maybe into the categories. <laughs> yeah. Maybe because this single player atmospheric space exploration plant growing survival game is a great is is the single player game of pitch please 2021 <laughs> and gods among us is the uh fresh new concept multiplayer award-winning game of with, pitch with please three 21. quarters I don't know. through we've already committed to it we have to we have to pick uh, one right, we have to pick one it's one I, or I, death I pick Gods Among Us still, I think. I, 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 it's just just on the basis that it's newer and mm. <laughs> there's, there's more... It's something more unique than than I think this one is, than Alien Irrigation I'm, is. I'm with you, Tom. I think, I think just, just oh, for the fact shit. that by the end of this, <laughs> we had two separate... We had two separate games that were quite... There was the one that James and I really liked and the one that um, you and Chris really liked. And... We we didn't quite f- like I, like either of those games. I would li- I would like to play, but Gods Among Us just feels different. Like it, th- those two games felt like versions of games I'd already played, even if they were really cool. I wanted to play them. Gods Among Us feels like I haven't played that yet, which mm. means that it's down to Matthew. Yeah, the deciding vote. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> this is important. Like it's it's a big decision to make here. Thing is, I'm I'm traditionally more of a single player person, but that's how much mm. I like the Gods Among Us idea. You see, that's oh, okay. The the L of the even though it's it's not properly formed, I think that's like a small brainstorming session away from being the much more exciting game. I'm just not a big space guy. Okay, okay, so, right. yeah. Not space. I mean, sorry, so- sorry, it's Gods Among Us for me. No, I, that's sorry, that, right. to me, that's not. Like a, a, a loss, but I think no. as as the the Gods Among Us one, we all agreed on like, it, but with as I said with the uh, with Alien Irrigation, we all have our own ideas of it. Mm. Therefore, yeah. it's you know less. I think of a we clear still one. are imagining very different games uh, oh, with yeah. with Alien Irrigation. <laughs> yeah, but we all know what that is. So for, yeah, for me, that's not you know, okay. I'll won't lose sleep over it. it- it could no, still that's be toppled. A worthy winner. It could still be beaten. Could still be. We still that's have the true. two two guests to there's go a, through. There's a couple. There's a couple of killer ideas right left to come. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on because the next episode was a pitch and mix uh, where I had three yeah. very short ideas. Um, <laughs> quick so fire. I'll go, I'll go through. And, yeah, it's a quick fire. So the first one was was uh, a, a I guess Pornbarian esque chess puzzle game where it's your army of mm-hmm. chess. Soldiers, pawns, knights, queens, that sort of thing, or queen, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, against a zombified chessboard. And it's kind of mini gamey, but I feel like there is something that could be done there to to not revolutionize chess, but almost just add the zombie <laughs> chess zombies game mode <laughs> to chess. And I, I feel mm-hmm. like it's kind of cool. I don't expect it to win. I just wanted to retell that one because I think it could be made as a mobile game. Yeah, the, I would when, like to play when the zombies it. took your pieces, they joined the army. Yeah, exactly. Pieces, right. Um, um, mm. and, and I think it was framed in the idea of almost like chess puzzles where you've got three moves to beat the zombie army and then move on to the next level. And and it's figuring mm-hmm. out how do you move these chess pieces to to do that. And I, I think on a level-by-level level basis, I think that could be really cool. Is it going to mm. beat Gods Among Us? 
No. Uh, the next pitch, <laughs> though, was uh, literally Lemniscate. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It was the game Lemniscate. Uh, I can't remember my origin of this idea. Um, oh, it was. I remember it was. Um, what was the game uh, that came out where first person shooter, Dishonored style, oh, but you go back Deathloop. in time. Deathloop. It was Deathloop multiplayer mm-hmm. that exists. Yeah. Is Lemniscate. Uh, so that can't win because that is just a stolen idea <laughs> uh, that I didn't even know that I'd stole. Um, and then from the pitch and mix, the winner of the pitch and mix, in fact, the small tournament, was a a, a pitched uh, game from a episode that never went out. Stay quiet. Yeah. It's film time. And I remember, Matt, you love this one. Yeah. <laughs> this was the uh, you have to eat in various scenarios where you are meant to be quiet, but not be so loud that you get kicked out of them and in this instance it was you know stay quiet it's film time you're in a cinema trying to eat nachos or or, or doritos or whatever while trying one. to not get kicked out people blew their noses because they were sad at a funeral and that's when you'd shove in a load of pringles <laughs> yeah. yeah you've got like the sniper elite sort of like you know when loud sounds are happening yeah. like thunder or whatever and that's when you should shoot or in this case eat eat Oh, oh my god, it? when you crunch, it zooms into like x ray vision yeah. of, the, <laughs> of the crunch of the Pringles. Yeah. Or yeah. like opening the packet. Every single time. Fuck. Yeah. I, I just want to say before we move on, I think the more I've been thinking about this, the 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 chess one, if it wasn't for Gods Among Us, <laughs> that would be my vote oh. for the game of the year up to this point. Because the idea of a threat like I fucking loved Thronebreaker. And if it was Thronebreaker... Oh, wait, hang on. Rather than playing... come into this? So, it, well, in my head, when we were talking about this, and this oh, is where, wait, like, no, I wrote in my notes, is that it was... We recruited more chess pieces as we went yes, on, didn't we? exactly. So yeah. it was It was literally... It was thro- It was like a Thronebreaker-style overworld, but instead of playing Gwent, you're playing chess, but the chess has different rules because there are zombies involved. And uh, uh, and again, I think, like, what Matt was saying about, uh, about Gods Among Us, I, I feel like this is a brainstorm session away from being brilliant. Like, oh, and the, I, yeah, I the pieces feel were upgradable as well. There. Oh, yeah. my God. There was so much to it. <laughs> Matt, Maybe Matt, this is a campaign. I just don't... I just don't <laughs> listen, I just don't rate chess. I think it's a, I think it's a dweebs game. I hate it. <laughs> Maybe, maybe this is what you play. If you like chess, you deserve the most mega of wedgies. I mean, (laughs) and that's coming from me, like an absolute geek. Even I look down on chess people. Yeah, the uh, the victim of many wedgies says you deserve (laughs) a wedgie. Did the chess one win out of that episode? I can't remember. No, No, it didn't. It was stay quiet. It's film time. Yeah, Of course it was the one we had to eat in a funeral. That's obviously a better game. I don't know why. Of course it was, yeah. I remember you threw dirt on the coffin, but everyone else threw dirt on it, but you threw like Cocoa Crumbs. Pops or like Chris Brackers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, packets, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, right. uh, so, do yeah, any of I mean, those... No, I don't think any of them do. No. All right, no. let's let's move on then to a, a, a guest a guest uh, pitch. This one's mm. uh, Daft's pitch, and now this opened up with the uh, most most criminal of pitches, Hot Fuzz, but Stardew Valley, and <laughs> I immediately shut off this fucking idea. It was like, witty, for the rest though. of the episode. I was it just was trying to witty. figure out what this was. Yeah, it, it was it was just now. Everyone keeps going back to this and saying it was an amazing game idea. Mm-hmm. And I just 
We even got a tweet about it. <laughs> this seems like, for the first time ever, Pitch Please has a good game idea. And I can't remember it as anything more than a Hot Fuzz mobile game that was supposedly very witty. And the only wit that we heard from it was no luck catching those swans then, which is just a line from Hot Fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> He did emphasize how witty the writing would be, though. But he, that's yeah. all he said. He never uh, said how or why it's witty so or I, even what you do in this game, <laughs> except you're a police officer going through their day-by-day -day in a Tamagotchi-style police sim, but it's hot fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Matthew wasn't here for this one, so I feel like go, we should the pitch. Sounds, I will say, it sounds witty. <laughs> Apparently it is. <laughs> so it was like the basic idea was you, you you're in a small little town, like maybe maybe in Wales. In my head, it was Wales because because of Daft, but it, it could like it could be anywhere. But a, a small little town in the UK, and you play a small a small town copper, um, the titular small town copper. And while you're going through cop school, uh, that's your that's like your day job, right? You have to go into cop, but then you also you live in the town. And you have to, uh, you have to unfold. You, well, you have to like basically just do your job as as a small town copper. So it starts off with like little, like little bits of small town crime, petty theft or whatever, just stopping kids from smoking cigarettes, like going into the pub in the evening and talking to the residents about local rumors. But then as you progress through cop school, maybe you graduate or something. I don't know. Um, and then you you begin to unfold like slightly more. Uh, serious crimes like that you know it's it's got that L.A. noir style of you know you're you're, you're getting promoted as you continue mm. but it all I, takes I place in it starts off quite whimsical and you're like you know fun little countryside crimes and then you graduate and then you just have to deal with something really awful <laughs> and realise that you've actually signed up for like one of the sadder jobs you can have just really <laughs> bleak yeah, you have to go I mean, and form a family that they're Oh my god, no. <laughs> I don't want to say it. <laughs> that's, that's the that's twist. Really that's game twist. A real like <laughs> I remember I remember being very much in the in the camp of it should always be silly crimes and there should never be anything heavy. But then I think everybody else was like, no, definitely there's been a murder and it's to be gruesome. graphic. What was it? Silly murder. So just just silly yeah. murders. Just just fun murders. This man's um, been impaled by a I, pool noodle. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> what, you, what, you've been you run over by an ice cream van. Yeah, yeah, I think stuff like, yeah, and it could be stuff like that. But the idea is that you are, you're, as you're like learning to become a cop and upgrading whatever, I don't know, talent tree or whatever it is through that, you're also nurturing your relationships with uh, the members of the local community. And that, that part of it, I thought was, I just love the idea of like rolling hills and like a lovely little Welsh valley and you're cycling around on your little bicycle with a little bell. Oh, yeah, you, you had a bike to begin with, and then you can upgrade yeah. to car, and then you can upgrade to horse because that is an all-terrain vehicle. Yes, <laughs> yeah, horse was the <laughs> ultimate one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like chatting to all the different residents. Like I thought, I just thought that could be that could be like a really cool little, I don't know, just like a fun little game, just living in that little town as as a cop, as a small town copper. It was the Stardew Valley of police sims, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> It's a, but without it's, the farming. it's isometric 2D and you can speak to NPCs. That's what Stardew Valley means in this instance. <laughs> mm. I mean, does is anyone has anyone got an idea of this what this game is solid enough in their head that they want to fight for it? I nope. thought I I liked it. <laughs> I mean, I love but Hot Fuzz. I don't think it's which enough. is what this game was yeah. to me. That's all it was. All right. I mean, no, watch Hot Fuzz. Game. Yeah, watch Hot so, Fuzz. Sorry, is great. sorry, Jeff, <laughs> just, but it looks just like watch that. 
just go and watch Hot Fuzz. Cheers, Tom. Um, that's crying. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I got nothing to say about that. <laughs> got it coming. He's got it coming. If he's going to give us an idea like that. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Look, moving on. Okay, oh we're getting quite close to the end now. The next game is Two Point Hollywood. Uh, I don't know if anyone remembers this one. But this, like, I, what this ended up being. Oh, sorry, go on. I like this one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> do you want to? What do you remember of this, Matthew? Well, I, I like this. I, this one had a sort of management element to it, but it was also about the kind of. Well, I, there was a version of this at some point in the episode where it was quite a lot about the personalities involved and the idea of like. You know, you weren't just managing fixed resources. It wasn't like too cold and clinical. There was a there was like a human and personality element involved. So, like, do you work with this like nightmare director who's going to make your life really difficult, but mm. he may be a genius and make something brilliant? I thought there was some fun like wild card elements in there, which kind of I'm yeah. not normally a management guy, but the idea of putting a more human face on all your units, I was kind of into that. Yeah, I remember being yeah. very Crusader Kingsy, and you're not controlling a nation; you're controlling a film studio, and you are yes. trying to. There was there were things you could do where you could try and poach actors and directors from other studio nations uh, and see the progress of their works and whatever else, and try and compete against them. Uh, um, the films you made like shady became well. like IP that like in the world. They it became yeah. like a resource in the world <laughs> that you could like barter and trade and try yeah, and like, yeah. Yeah, hold on mm. to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought and I think, cool. yeah. Yeah. for me, a kind of Crusader Kings light game framed in the golden age of Hollywood, that's something that I would, because Crusader Kings, I get very overwhelmed by very quickly. I love the idea of it, but I just feel like an idiot. Um, what, is and it, what, just because of the theme or because of the gameplay? I think like a bit a bit of both, not not so much the gameplay actually, but the the theme like history, I just I find it a little bit boring it's, it's and a little bit dry. It's one of those games where you go to like set up a church and then accidentally commit incest because you don't know the buttons. Press the incest button again. I've got to rebind that. Why does it make? Why seriously? Why is the incest button the biggest button? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. So it's some, something that is like <laughs> it's like that style of gameplay. But just in Hollywood, like I, lo I love the idea of that. And like, I think when Matthew, mm -hmm. when we would like during the episode, when you started talking about like comparing it to, yeah, like if, you know, these kings, instead of kings, you have like the, the you know, the big moguls and stuff. I thought that was like a really good comparison. I think that is the kind of game I, I would want to play like that. It's, it's super me. niche. Like, I think it, it, it mm. takes, you have to be quite interested and invested so in history, right? The, in the film. Yeah, but you have to be interested in film. And that's like, I think some yeah. people would probably find it a bit too low stakes because you're not like murdering anyone. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just. You like, might be. You could hire well, out hicks, right? It's, uh, it's yeah, LA. I remember there were uh, some, you know, the golden age of Hollywood and all awesome. the darkness surrounding it. That, I mean, mm. it even says here, you know, bribe the LAPD to look the other way at health and safety standards in your studio. <laughs> okay, actually, that's a really boring reason to bribe oh the LAPD. But didn't we like the idea that they're building sets and then you'd see the sets collapse and then there'd be a whole, like, uh, you, you see, you yeah, see we talked about people people running around up. the studio. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. dead after <laughs> set. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think uh, there's there is some darker things you can do in the game. Maybe maybe a little bit darker than oh, I didn't put a ladder up here. <laughs> I'm not wearing hard hats. <laughs> All right. So um, I, yeah, it, 
is this I, I i personally like again i i really like the idea of just like crusader kings hollywood like i think that's something that i would play maybe it's too niche um or like a light version of that stuff i don't know for me if again like i feel like that is not i i don't think it's we were just reskinning it or anything i think there there is more to it than that but well, i still feel like gods among us has <laughs> i still feel like gods among us has it's, it's more than that dangerously close to it's close. crusader kings but hollywood <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it is okay yeah fair, like it is close but that's the thing yeah but that's like i still would i still would rather play gods gods among us because yeah. because of the extra stuff i think that we'd put on top of an already existing genre that is that is becoming quite tired, like the Deception Among Us style thing. Mm. Um, Fair enough. How's everyone feeling about that? Like, what, yeah, this, is, is I agree. This was, this was I my agree. this was my favorite pitch of the year. I think. Okay. R- really? Yeah. Now, do you think it's the best yeah. game of the year, though? Yeah, it's the one I can just I can actually I can see I can. I, but that's because it's a bit like something which maybe takes some marks off of that. But like, I, I would. Uh, of all the, you know, I tend to come out of these episodes thinking like, I'm glad that doesn't exist. There's a reason it. why it doesn't exist. <laughs> like a, yeah, as a professional, I'd be like, point. oh, I wouldn't want to have to cross paths with that if that happened. Um, but this one, I was like, yeah, I would actually like that. <laughs> I, I think it, I think there's a great I think there's a great idea here, but I mm. for me, yeah, it doesn't beat God's Among Us. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, fair enough. Well. I think this next one has potential. I think this has yeah. has some potential. It's and it's a guest pitch as well. Uh, I it is. didn't. I didn't. I didn't hate this one. And I think there is something that could be made from this one. I mean, Chris doesn't seem to be agreeing with that. But this is a, a Rhythian pitch. Uh, the second mm-hmm. time Rhythian has pitched here um, for Robo like, which again, I, I I actually I can see how this is going to go. I don't think this is going to win because it, it's a game. Where it's a roguelike roguelite platformer where you control a robot and give him code to continue through the level. <laughs> You're sounding embarrassed. Oh. <laughs> it was it was no I mean, based <laughs> commands, so it was like if door then open. And then I said, "What happens if you put door both times? How do you door something? If door then door. <laughs> yeah, that was door, that was another name then door. Of, of the uh, of the game as well." Um, that's the idea, like, right? It would be fun. You, you could know, experiment. T- to do the actions you didn't want to do along the way to make either the the run quicker or, you know, if, you know, missile, then shield, then you, you can just ignore mm. that and you don't have to react to those things because it will do it automatically for you. Uh, but you only have a certain amount of memory and you only have a certain amount of, like, whatever the resource was that we had. That, like that, 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 was the, that was the key point, wasn't it? Is like you had to chain things together that normally wouldn't be great to chain because you only had a certain amount of slots. So it'd be like, if jump, yeah. then shoot. And then you'd be like, well, I if, if every time I jump and shoot, I might do uh, some damage to some stuff I need. So it's just it's just thinking of the best way to optimise your character what? that you... But it, it's not a total, like, I'm not going to do anything. You are still running through the map. Yeah, you are yeah, still... But surely the concern here is unless there are hundreds of different things to combine... It'll just be super obvious what you meant to how to optimize it. Like, uh, yes, but I remember it being uh, kind of Mega Manian style, where when you beat a level or you beat a hard area or whatever, you then gain the ability or gain the code, I suppose, or the node to put mm. into the code to make that area easier again, or can revisit levels with new abilities and new this things. Metroidvania style. 
this this the sound this sounds like how you do ability management in near automata yeah i think we mentioned near (laughs) you have a limited amount of space for chips and the chips basically define like even the you know the core moves of the character this feels quite similar to that that's fair but uh but i did yeah yeah, okay i mean for me i I feel like i'm i was struggling to to see exactly what it was in terms of like the, the gameplay like what i really liked was having a node system in my head where i could like drag and drop things around and create basically a, like a logic state that I could then equip. And, mm. uh, but then for me, it was like, okay, so does that, I, I couldn't figure out if it would be a better game if you are equipping that, like doing all the logic first and then literally just hitting play and watching it for nah. like, or if you're controlling the character to some extent. I think um, you have to control the character. Game, mm. what's this? Yeah, this thing of like, a game that you sit back and let it, let it go. I just don't think that's as fun as people think it is in their heads. In my head, it was a very much um, Metroid Dread style, but with yes, like yeah. Unreal Engine blueprints every now and again. Um, okay, so yeah, you yeah. do play it. Yeah. It's just that there are certain actions mm. that you can you can automate, uh, but you yeah. you still have to physically yeah. like move and and shoot. And, but you can just do some reactionary ones automatically for me it was also just that combination of things having to remember that if you double jump you're gonna drop a bomb as well because of the limited number of slots that you've got and seeing those actions play out on screen seeing your little bits of code sort of running i thought i thought there was definitely something there that that would Mm. be quite fun a real challenge yeah to to construct it in such a way that you couldn't cheese the entire game or you know the delivering enough blocks of code early on that it's engaging straight away mm-hmm. but i really like the idea i think that's like puts a nice spin on the traditional metroidvania kind of game i yeah i i really feel like it could be uh, like it's one of those games that I, f- I feel like it could be a real challenge to make good to make into like a good game like it would take a lot of work but mm. I, to me it feels like there is something there in I, a way that is a game that i haven't played before it's it's very very easy to like visualize this game existing like even just like the the, the sort of buzzwords around it feel like the, the kind of the words which are in play a lot in like indie games you know there's a lot of right, like, oh, a yeah. bit of this a bit of rogue like oh and it's a bit like the gambit system from like Final Fantasy 12 you know it's like it's, let's mix that together and boop off you go you know it i, I I feel like I, it, it doesn't exist as far as I know, but I sort of feel like it does in a way. Mm. Like it, but, yeah. but I don't know if that just speaks to the fact that it's like not doable. I'm not saying like, oh, it'd be easy. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about with that regard. But I, <laughs> um, but I feel like I could see it in a screenshot. Like, yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Okay. But does that make it? No. Game of the no. Year? <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't be God's Among Us for me. No, I, you know, I'm not, not saying it's a bad either. game by any stretch, but God's Among Us is so much more elegant. I think if 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 uh, someone decided to undertake the the grueling task of trying to make this development nightmare, then more power to them. And I think that whatever result <laughs> they come out with, if they manage to put it together in a in a conceivable way uh, that is somewhat playable and interesting i feel like it could be very very cool um it could also be just awful uh like there is <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's there's a very fine <laughs> line between is here. this actually fun um yeah and it, it it 
it strikes me as something that someone would start making and get months and months and months into it and then just realize, actually, this kind of sucks. It's not working. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they'll just scrap it. It sounds like a scrapped game. <laughs> um, and uh, that doesn't mean it's bad. I think it's got potential, but I, I think it would take a very particular type of development uh, process to make it slightly fun. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Not Gods Among Us, though. Okay, so not a resounding not Gods Among Us means that we then move on to the penultimate game of the year, um, which is titled Postman Pat Must Die. Uh, yeah. I'm not entirely sure why we came up with that as a title, but... No, I don't remember. The, I don't remember. The, it's not one of mine, Alex. <laughs> the elevator <laughs> this pitch was a for month this. ago, by the way. <laughs> a month I ago. Have, <laughs> that I have down here is Overcooked Meets Walmart's Warehouse. The idea, is, the oh, idea yeah. being that you, you are uh, a postman, postperson who works in a post office, and there are like two main elements to the game where you're getting in uh, your shift starts at midnight or whatever, and you're getting uh, deliveries uh, pumped in to your warehouse where you have to arrange a bunch of stuff and get them ready to then deliver out into your town uh, as soon as doors open, first thing, 6am or whatever. So the clock's running. And then as soon as you go out, uh, deliveries are still coming through, but you still, but then you have to drive a vehicle or ride your bike or whatever, post all these things and uh, and get back to continue uh, managing your warehouse. And the idea is that the post is just constantly stacking up. Uh, there probably would be a multiplayer element to it so that there's like communication between that, uh, maybe. Um, and there was also some kind of sp- some kind of sports game element in there where you would... Uh, oh, no, that was... <laughs> at the very end of the episode, I was like, oh, but what if? Oh, huh? What if? And uh, I don't think anyone picked up on that. <laughs> um, there was Chris? also... Um, like different things you could buy. So you could buy like a delivery drone so you could set, put, give a package, yes. it would fly away. It would do it passively. And same with yeah. the, the warehouse side of things. There was like, here's an automated little robot that will pick up a parcel. They'll do it at a rate. But not as well. It means that, you know, whilst you're away delivering stuff, there is a passive element of someone else mm-hmm. doing things for you, which I really liked. Yeah. Which I think, you know, if you're having to spend money on certain things, it makes you think about how you want to say, oh, what if I get loads of these delivery robots? Well, then all of a sudden you've got loads of things stacked up waiting to be delivered and they've been received and um, packaged. I can't remember if you had to fetch the item from the shelves to then... I I think it was orders, wasn't it, that came in eventually? I feel like I imagined this as... I imagined it as like so many different... It was a party game, but you weren't like overcooked in the same room. You were in separate departments of the thing where one room is asking for this thing on this shelf in this warehouse over here. So that person has Mm -hmm. to run off there and grab that thing and run back and throw it into this room. That person then has to package it, put it into the delivery van. The driver then goes off and does that thing. A little bit of a a split screen nightmare because everyone's in different places entirely and playing (laughs) different games entirely. Online, I think we decided it would, yeah, each person would have their own screen and it's just online. And it was had an element of like plate up to it where, you know, someone's in the warehouse doing that and then giving people their post and they would go and have to, I've got to go to the blue house number six or whatever. Yeah, there was a whole colour coded element of the town, wasn't there? So you'd have the blue area, blue house 10. 
But no, not, not color-coded. Color-coded. symbol coded. Oh, sorry, coded. not color coded. How dare you? The uh, accessibility hat came icon, out that day. Icon coded. Icon coded. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and that was that. Well, that was uh, yeah. That was a part of it where, I mean, it, let's ignore accessibility for a second and just say like, oh, it's, you have to get you know the the yellow package with the with the circle on it and the yeah. number two written on it, and that's how you kind of did it's all like the deliveries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You would have to essentially plan the most efficient route based on what deliveries you have for that day. But then also that there might be like post boxes around town, so you would have to also do collections as well and bring mm. them back. So, so the, the actual post office itself might also might have an ingoing and outgoing of like almost going the opposite opposite direction. So you're you're bringing in posts from the town that you then have to send out elsewhere, which is dealt you know just by you know you just literally just put it into a hatch and it goes or whatever. Um, but the, the the idea being that it's just constantly the post is constantly coming, it's constantly building up, and you just have to keep on top of it, or it very quickly falls apart. Um, so that that's the game, Matthew. You weren't there for that one, I believe. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. What does that sound like f- from your perspective as someone who who didn't hear it at the time? Uh, it's, oh, no. it's, it's not quite. It's not quite my cup of tea. I'm I'm not. Uh, it sounds a bit busy for me. But, but it was meant to be. It was very busy. Well, that's the thing. Hectic, yeah, like I'm, I'm not busy, like a, I'm not like a big Wilmot's Warehouse guy either. Like uh, that kind of whatever skills those games are tapping into, that it doesn't particularly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That kind of stress isn't what I personally want from games. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. But yeah, that's, that, well, not yeah. that it's about. It's, it's, it seems like a well-rounded, you know, a fine idea, or a fine example of a nightmare. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Go on the box. Yeah, I mean, I I see it as something that I I like the idea of it as a as a game. I don't know if I would I would play it once or twice. I don't think it's something that I would have a you mm. know play a lot. Um, just because again, like I'm I am not super into that kind of game. But it does sound kind of I don't know. It sounds kind of fun, like being able to build up your warehouse and automate things. Right. Like, I like that I you could have the different things. roles, so someone could. I'm in the warehouse today. I'm going to help you do this. I, no, you go out and do the post. And, well, you know, there's a lot of communication there. There's some fun to be had with having mm-hmm. silly vehicles. I think we mentioned totally reliable delivery service at the end of the episode where yeah. you, know, you could have, yeah. well, I'm going to take the helicopter or I'm going to take the bike or I'm just doing a paper round or whatever. So I think there's a lot of fun to be had with it. Um, I, I quite liked the idea. Um, it is a bit more manic than... I think even we're imagining it would be it would soon stack up as being like oh my god this is just a a hellscape of parcels um but i don't know i think there's definitely something to it it doesn't beat gods among us (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) it's um it would very dangerous it would go very dangerously close to Oh, I've got four people about to play Postman Pat Must Die. What do you want to be? Oh, I want to be the warehouse guy. That one's really fun. Hey, you're yeah. the delivery driver again. But that's the worst <laughs> one. Well, fuck, I guess for the next 30, 45 minutes, I'm just bored as hell because I'm a delivery driver again. Why does everyone mm-hmm. hate me so much? Why do you give me this role? Let me have fun with this game. I'm, in, I'm, I'm just going to uninstall it. Fuck you guys. There are worse people to be in the Postman Pat universe, like Mrs. Goggins. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Who the fuck is Mrs. You can Goggins? just tell from her name that she's lived a cursed existence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it it look it looks like we've 
made our way through the entire list but one. Yeah. And I mean, we've the last not one, found anything. Again, just overcooked but Royal Mail. The Stardew Valley overcooked of postal delivery <laughs> service. Mail. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> yeah. It was the, the Stardew Valley of overcooked. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the final which, one, just two weeks ago, uh, we should remember this very well, uh, yeah. is, uh, is Batter Royale. <laughs> Get it? Get Paul, it? Paul Hollywood eats some concrete. Greg Wallace, LA Noir style face. You know, that guy's yes, all concrete the, with a concrete and mustard cake. The 100 person <laughs> Battle Royale, great British, uh, not bake off, baking show. Uh, that concrete off. Takes takes hours and hours to complete. Where maybe or maybe not, you stack showstoppers on top of each other. But that just means you build a concrete mustard block to feed to Paul Hollywood. <laughs> um, I mean, I that's that's the game. You sound <laughs> enthralled by the idea, Tom. That's. Um. I think towards the end it got to a point where I uh, where I was imagining it as a cook serve delicious again kind of hectic kind of stressful where you you. I mean, cook, serve, delicious is, you know, this, you press A and that does the almonds on top of the thing and you press yeah. D yeah. and that pushes a, push, uh, puts the dishwashers in a dishwasher. And it, it's almost like a typing game where you're pressing things so quickly and trying to manage all of these different things going on top of each other. And this was, I guess, like a party version of that where you are competing in Bake Off um, and building maybe three stages of different foods to there was present a to some L.A. Noir judges. I, I don't think there was much consensus on this one. In ter- I think we all saw it as a very different game and we were all mm. quite enamoured with our own version of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There was like a mad physics-y thing. There was like a Jackbox kind of comedy design thing. There was a weird social deduction game you had to work out which <laughs> oh, chefs yeah. were lying about what food Paul was. <laughs> and there, was <laughs> there was the rumour round as well where you talked oh to the God. other contestants. I heard <laughs> Paul Hollywood likes bones. Was one of them. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, that I suggested some WarioWare elements, uh, yeah. style stuff, yeah. like mini games for things. Cooking Mama. I mean, that was yeah. in there too. If, if this game had been like now that I think about it, if it was stripped back and simplified to Paul Hollywood sat at a table on his own, and you had to <laughs> you had to make things to feed him and then watch his reactions, uh, I think I would quite like to play that. I think that could be quite fun. Um, just based on all the different ingredients <laughs> you had. With you Paul can, Hollywood. Yeah. I'm going to feed Paul Hollywood some nails. Let's see what, he, <laughs> what his face looks like after that. Expressions. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, we have to book Paul Hollywood in for months. Uh, not to actually in real life feed him these things, but just for his uh, acted reactions to yeah. all of the different yeah. various combinations of foods we can give well, him. You- you do. You have to. You'd have to film his face eating every substance on earth. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Get an accurate version. That's true. Yeah. His face yeah. makes it look like there's a lot of umami flavor in that. He's like, oh, what is, <laughs> what's Paul Hollywood's umami face? Okay, Paul, we're on to day 56 of recordings, uh, but today you get to eat a lasagna. Oh, with, with nails, nails in. in it. <laughs> and then, yeah, you know, a handshake at the end, and it's all good. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I know that, but the, the, the handshake was a quick time event as well that you can miss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. He holds it out, and you can choose not to do it for ages. Yeah. yeah. And it just starts trembling. 
<laughs> press F to shake Paul's Hollywood. Paul's hand. Paul's hand, yeah. Paul's Hollywood. Paul's press Hollywood. F to shake his Hollywood. <laughs> That's where my brain went. Yeah. <laughs> Something else. All right. Oh, so, it's been a long. It, does anyone? Does anyone like this over? God, over anything. Oh, <laughs> no. I don't think there's any solid idea of what this game was. It, it was so many different games. It was uh, like there, there's already somehow we managed to conjure up uh, memories of all these different cooking games that we'd all forgotten about. Cooks, cooking sim, cooking mama, uh, and yeah. uh, cooks of delicious. Uh, and then just remembered actually. Is this just uh, the MasterChef DLC for Cooking Sim, which does exist? <laughs> We've done it again. Before we call it, is there, looking back through this list, is there anything? Uh, are there any regrets? That, anything you want to yeah. change about oh, lots, your decisions? Oh, lots of regrets, Other than, Tom. okay, <laughs> uh, all right, there's plenty of regrets. Uh, and I, I'll take now to apologize for all of them. Uh, <laughs> but at the moment, it's looking like God's Among Us. Uh, does anyone else have any any potential do you want to do you want to shout shout to uh to stop this from happening before i, I mean before you know, we you know I've, i'm a big I, I liked alien irrigation but i said it was close at the time and i let's, i'm happy for yeah. gods among us to to beat uh alien irrigation let's go through and see everyone's second cho- second choice like if it wasn't gods among us what what else did you like what else stuck out to you this 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 year tom what what about you Thronebreaker meets chess in a zombie world. Oh, that was I, good. I, I do like that. I think if it had a campaign mode, I, I'll, I'll take all the wedgies for, for saying that you I like this. The most violent wedgie. <laughs> it would literally cut your body I'll, in half. I would play this game. <laughs> I would play this game while receiving a swirly, and I'll be happy about it. I think it's it's nice. it's uh, an, a, not an, not even a unique take on chess. It is just chess puzzles, but with a nice theme and recruiting and upgrading your chess pieces i think could be really really fun um maybe when you you upgrade your knight so that when you put that l move down it's 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 still just a knight move but also it explodes when you land and that could be really fucking cool um i i think i don't think it's going to have an intriguing story but there could be loads of little chess puzzles in there of how to defeat the zombie horde uh and and build your little army Uh, and i think that could be really cool Maybe, maybe halfway through the game, you're like, you know what, this bishop just ain't doing it for me. Fuck the bishop, and no uh, bishops. you replace them with many queens. And towards the end of the all game, pawns. your entire board—it's all pawn, <laughs> all pawn. Um, so I think, I think there could be a game in there, and I feel like someone's going to make it and not, not fucking credit me at all. <laughs> right, look, I'm, I'm with you, Tom. I think that that would be my. If it wasn't, if it wasn't God's Among Us, it would be that. It would be throwing Baker chess. Um, Chris, I, I actually agree. Really? I, I really liked Alien Irrigation, shit. but I, I did. I think even at the time, I was offering a lot of uh, suggestions and ideas because I was actually genuinely excited by the oh. idea. Wow! Oh, Matt, I, I think I heard Matt <laughs> sigh. Just... <laughs> I just, he came sigh. into the episode and he said chess and he said the zombie. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all like, oh, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> Give me a break. You can put your phone in. <laughs> it's every week. Oh. There, was no, there was no courtroom involved. That's fair enough. All right, Matthew, what what, what would yours be? What's your uh, Yeah, my mine would be two, two point Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just yeah. Like fair to, enough. I, can, I could see it. I think it'd be fun. I think it, the, the 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 film stuff is an interesting layer of of like sort of drama. I think it'd be cool. All right. Well, okay. It's not people in Hollywood. It's not 
Throne Breaker Chess. It's not Alien Irrigation. The winner is... It's, it's, it's the social deduction god game mixed with dread, hunger, make make trees bleed and uh, talk to make babies. out with snakes. You can do it in this game too. And uh, possess a baby to talk to a crowd of people all trying to decide, are you the devil? Are you, are you the actual god? They have to decide angle? who do we banish at the end of the game uh, and do we all win as a result uh, in a cool, fresh, unique, among us two, with gods. <laughs> gods Among Us is the winner of the Pitch Please 2021 Game Awards. Sorry. Well done, everyone. Well a little done. bit more Thanks fucking energy. Jesus. <laughs> I'm, so, oh I'm sorry God. to ev every guest that appeared this year. Uh, <laughs> we win again. We win we've, again. We've won again. It looks like we us. just... <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it looks like we just have the best ideas. And, um, no, sorry, I'm wow. sorry. Yeah, uh, that's not our fault. Uh, look. Wait, hang on. Was Gods Among Us? Who who whose idea was that? Alex's. I don't know. Was it Alex's? Mine? Oh, he says I don't know. Yes. Oh, God, I couldn't possibly Adam's know. Yeah, I mean, I listen. No I feel like we all contributed a lot to it. I think his original thing was like something about gods, asymmetric, and it involves gods. Yes, yeah. It was it was more rust. It was more rust with the asymmetric uh, multiplayer side of it. Uh, it's not well, what it ended up being. You gave us a piece of marble and we chiseled out a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> the winner of the year. Um, now, I guess, last year's winner was, of course, uh, Pitch Please, the board game. <laughs> where, now, just to recap, it was like five different games in one. Three decks of cards, idea, theme and mechanic... In, in in play that play it like a party game, that was it. I can't remember what else it was. If we had actually made this into a card game, I I would be fighting for it right now. But the fact that it's been a year and we haven't makes we haven't, makes right, me I mean, think, we haven't made it yet. Well, we're not going to make Gods Among Us, are we? You okay? Yeah, fair fair. But I feel like we were pretty jazzed about the idea of doing it. Uh, and what, I can't I can't quite remember what it is now. Although fair enough, it has been a year, but I I just want to play a video game. God, I, I want to play, play a damn Us. game. Also, we're in lockdown right now. We can't play board games, <laughs> we idiot. We can't play in in person. It's not going to look. It, surely it has to be Gods Among Us, right? Is, yeah, it, is anyone else? Is anyone? Uh, it's Gods Among Us for there sure. The, the game of pitch, please. Gods Among the game Us. Game of PP. Gods Among the greatest Us. Greatest of all time. We the <laughs> PP goat. Not the goat, not the goat to uh, detract the goat at all. From, <laughs> <laughs> not to detract from the Matthew, Matthew Castle universe, but look, That's fine. they're still great. It's just there hasn't there hasn't come a come a time yet where we've had the perfect game from the MCU that's going to tie it all together. That's all right. That's uh, fine. I know. It's... Maybe that's going <laughs> to maybe that's going to happen uh, in year really, nineteen. After the comments from the last year's one, he's really aggressively just being like, "No, no, it's cool. It's cool. I'm okay." This. I'm, a cool, I'm totally I'm a cool reasonable dude. <laughs> he doesn't want to get wedges. <laughs> Shit on me in the comments, guys. I'm fine. Thank you, thank you for sticking with us this year and um, listening to all of our all the guest shit ideas and uh, all of our incredible <laughs> ones by the sounds of it. Um, all those maybe we'll have episodes in between the Pitch Please originals. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll have some more guests back next year. Maybe we just won't fucking bother because it looks like we've we're coming up with the goal. We're tapped out. Um, 
But uh, yeah, like at, at some point we're going to get tapped out, uh, so we're going to have to start relying on guests. Um, or but, fuck and, it, we'll and, just we'll just come up with themes and just add Stardew Valley to it because apparently that's working. Yeah, <laughs> God, God's Among Us, Stardew Valley of Deception games uh, yeah, is um, whatever the fuck that means. The goat PP. Thank you for listening to us for two full years now. Uh, Matthew, thank yeah, you for joining us shit. way more regularly this year. No worries. Uh, Thanks for been, having me. It's been a delight. And um, guys, thank you as always. And I guess we'll see you we'll see you in the next year. We'll see you next year. Next year. Thank you. Holy shit, this has been two hours. Fucking hell. I know. Right. I desperately need the mm. toilet. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, look, well, well if, you, if you disagree with our idea of the GOAT PP of 2021... <laughs> Then uh, let us know on Twitter at pitch please, pitch please pod without any vowels, uh, and um, and let us know if you have any fantastic new game ideas. We are fucking desperate. <laughs> we really are. Please, <laughs> please. Oh, if you want if you want this to carry on? <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. We'll, we'll see you next year. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Maybe. Bye.